Welcome to Agent Unstuck Calls, where we talk to real estate agents who are experiencing a challenge in their real estate career and they're looking for an alternative solution. Hi, I'm your host, Mike Cerrone with MastermindAgent.com, and I'm excited about this episode, so let's go ahead and jump right in. Hey, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you having you, having you here. Uh, so tell me, how can I help you? What challenge are you experiencing in your real estate practice? Oh, Mike, that's an interesting question because I don't know that I have, like, I'm, I don't feel stuck necessarily. I think there's always challenges. I've been in the business for 25 years, so there's always challenges. And um, I think if real estate wasn't hard, everybody would do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And we get paid to solve problems, quite frankly. And so if people don't have problems, then you, you don't get paid. And so um, I don't know that I'm necessarily feeling stuck. I know I have um, probably pretty similar challenges to a lot of people. I think if you were to ask me, like, what's on my mind right now um, at this time, I'm kind of in a unique position where I've hit a lot of my financial goals. And I really, um, I've always had the goal to be job optional by the time I'm 50. And I'm, um, I'm almost at 50 right now. And I, I'm at that point where I, I don't have to work. And so I'm wondering, like, what's the next step for me? What should I be doing? Um, I've always been a worker. So uh, I guess maybe that's my stuck is, do I, do I keep doing what I'm doing? Or do I switch directions? Or really, where's my passion? What's my, what's next? Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a good, good uh, position to be in. And I appreciate you opening up. Uh, give us a little more of your background to, to fill in some of the blanks. So uh, you said 25 years in the business, uh, you're reaching your goals. Uh, give us some perspective. What kind of uh, transaction volume did you do last year? Uh, sales volume, GCI, those kind of things to give us perspective. Yeah, sure. So um, we did about 40 million last year. Um, but I say we, I'm the lead listing specialist. I have a small team. It's just two buyer specialists. So I run all the listings and our buyer specialists run all the um on the buyer side, and uh, our my buyer specialists have been with me for a very long time. I have one who's been with me for eleven years, and one who's been with me for six years. The other one has been with me for six years, and so we have we're really a team. We have a really awesome dynamic there. Um, a revolving door is never a good thing for me. It's not my personality to just constantly be revolving and. Um, and so our, my buyer specialists do, I feel like very well financially, uh, they make anywhere from 170 to 200,000 a year themselves. And then, um, last year I, so our team netted just over a million and I netted just over 600 last year. Nice. That is fantastic. And do you have any administrative assistance? Is it just the two, the three agents? So we do have some part-time admin who fill in and do some things. Um, but we actually last year at, at COVID time, we lost our admin um, by loss, just meaning she just made a, a decision to stay home with her family and we haven't replaced her yet. Okay. So you guys are flying without an admin. Yep. Okay, good. So you're handling all your own transactions now. 40 million. That's, you told us the gross, how many units is that in your area? We do between 65 and about 80. Um, on average. So last year, that's 73 units. Very nice. 
And it sounds like you're comfortable at that level. You're, you're uh, taking home a nice net each month and over the course of the year. What is your desire? What's the next step for you? You mentioned you're curious about next steps. You must have some idea in your head. What do you want to do? Well, I think really my question is, do I, do I shift directions a little bit, get out of production and build kind of a brokerage model? Um, but I'll be honest with you, that's not super appealing to me. Recruiting, um, I know there's a new company out there that's approached us a couple of times, and we've been an independent brokerage for almost almost 10 years now, and so not really sure we want to make that change. Um, or do I just, my, my youngest is in high school. I have two and a half years before she graduates, so I just finish out these two and a half years and then um, see what comes next. I don't know. Yeah, you mentioned earlier, uh, you said something interesting. I think you said job optional. Is that what you said? Yep. What do you mean by that? Well, I always wanted to get to a point where we had enough passive income um, to that I get to choose whether or not I want to work. And and we're at that point now. And so I'm like, now I get to decide whether I want to work or not. But I am a worker, Mike. So like that's always been really important. It's been the last 25 years of my life and so or 25 years plus really um so the question becomes can i be happy if i don't work <laughs> yeah that's interesting <laughs> isn't it uh yeah. okay let's let's we'll go down a couple different paths here so one path is you continue to work and in that splits too one is in real estate one is doing something else if you were to do something else what's your desire do you have something that would be interesting to you or you're curious about Honestly, like I've asked myself that a hundred times, right? So that's probably why I'm still in real estate because nothing appeals to me more than what I'm doing. And you're doing a great job. You're doing it at a high level. You're are, now. Did I understand right? You're running your own brokerage. Mm -hmm. So it's a small, independent brokerage that you're running as a team. There's just is it just the three of you. Um, we have a couple of other agents who have their licenses with us, but um, more just because they know me. And they're kind of standing any, on their own independent. Yeah. Right. So you're running your own show. It's running nice and smoothly. Everything's going great. You're making good dough. Uh, you've saved. Sounds like you've saved well. Uh, you've invested well. And you have enough passive income now that you don't need to do anything else as far as living, eating, drinking, <laughs> shelter, right? Yeah. Everything's covered. Okay, good. Well, let's now expand this a little further. Uh Outside of real estate, what are your passions? What do you like to do? So I love to travel. And that's probably what the next step would be other than I have a sophomore in high school. So traveling is two and a half years away, right? So Like a big travel, like leaving somewhere yeah. for six months or something beyond just a, a week in getaway or a couple weeks at a time, it. right? Is that what you mean? Yep. Okay. Uh, if you were to, uh, let me ask you a different question first. How often do you travel now? Um, about every six to eight weeks, we go and do something. Um, and then five or six times a year, we're, we're going. So we usually go over UEA, which is kind of the education school break, right? We go someplace over Christmas. I go someplace in the spring. Um, and then we usually go a couple of places over the summer. Where's your favorite place to go? Every place I go is fun. <laughs> <You're an laughs> but it has to have a beach and it has to have the sun. So I guess it should, be, 
<laughs> All right, so you're not going to Antarctica. You're not going no. to Alaska. You're going somewhere hot. I'm not. I'm not salmon fishing in Alaska. <laughs> I, I have a cousin that loves to do that. So uh, there are people that enjoy that. Yeah, um, we have a couple you prefer clients. to go by a beach? Is that what you're saying, or what, what do you mean? Yep. Yeah. Have so I scuba dive. We kiteboard. My husband and I kiteboard. Um, give me a beach and a good book and a sunny day and an ocean, and I'm a happy gal. <laughs> right. Now, have you ever done it for a long time though, beyond say a week or two? What's the longest no. you've been at a at a beach? Yeah, I mean, honestly, Mike, that's some of the question, right? So 12 to 14 days is kind of the limit. You really, it's tough to leave a real estate business for any, you know, longer period than that. Do you that. get bored by the end of the 12 to 14 days? No, you're Never fine. Never have been bored yet. Okay. No. Um, well, this is good. This is a, an interesting challenge and, uh, and a good one, a really good yeah. one. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you think so, Mike, because I'm really intrigued by, I've read all of your unstuck calls, um, <laughs> and I love them, right? And I'm like, when you called me, I'm like, oh, I'm going to probably be a bit of a challenge for you. <laughs> <laughs> They're all a challenge in a different way, so this is great. Yeah. Um, and I, I like that uh, your attitude and where you're doing, it sounds like you really love real estate. Um and your passion is there. And the big thing I've met with people that are older than you, uh, you're, you're uh, I'm assuming under 50 because you said you're going towards 50, right? Yeah, I'll be uh, 50 somebody... this, this next year. Say again? I said I'll be 50 this next year. Oh, congratulations. So. You're coming up on mm -hmm. it. Good. So yeah. people who get to be 65, 70 or whatever, a lot of people, they'll hit this. They'll think they have to retire. They'll stop working. And then sadly, a lot of them will just die in, within a year. I mean, they, they don't have any drive or passion anymore uh, and, or, or they lose it or they just kind of fall out. And we certainly wouldn't want that to happen to you, right? I mean, that's something on the other side of the equation you may not have looked at if you stop and slow down too much. So it's, you're, you keep telling me you're a worker. And so we've either got to continue to do what you're doing or replace it with some other kind of work that you're very passionate about but I haven't heard a passion that's driving you on the other side. And, and you keep telling me, no, right? You've thought about this and there's no passion there as far as another endeavor, correct? Right. So then maybe you want to figure out how to, uh, and you mentioned that in the industry, you don't want to expand your brokerage and say, bring in a hundred agents and teach them what you're doing, correct? Right. Have you considered uh, training? Uh, in a different way, either mentoring or training where you're helping others, but you're not doing it as the broker. So you're either doing it as an educational method uh, where you're out there reaching and educating people about your methods and how you've done it so far and get to this point, because I'm sure a lot of people would like to know how you do that. Um, that might be an avenue uh, or even taking uh, the opposite end. You know, that's kind of going out to many the opposite end would be to take one person in under your wing and really mentor them and get them up and running, you know, as a challenge uh, to see if you could do that. Are any of your children interested in the industry or the business? I wish. They all tell me they <laughs> never do real estate after watching you do it for 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. they, they ran away. Yeah, uh, they got smart. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, but that's good, see, because that would be an easy one. Do you have nieces or nephews or somebody who would, you'd want to bring in and kind of tuck in and, and mentor? Does that have any appeal to you? Which of these things make have kind of a spark? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I probably need to 
think more about that. I mean, I've looked at doing some coaching because I, and, and what I really like that, I've looked uh, at Dave Ramsey's financial coaching because I'm a big believer in having a financial plan and setting goals for yourself and, and you know, being disciplined and sticking to the plan. So there's a lot of that kind of um, things, things that I've sort of turned over in my mind. But no, nothing like stands out, Mike. I mean, those are all such great suggestions. Um what would you say would be some good questions to ask myself as I'm as I'm analyzing that, right? Well, I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you a different uh, course because I think people would be curious about this either way. You said that you've uh, built up this um, cash flow that allows you to be passive, passive income coming in. What area did you do that in? How did you do that? So, so just real estate. Um, it's actually interesting about, I've always been a pretty dedicated saver, just so you know. And um, we were putting money away in our 401ks and IRAs and things like that. And then I stopped one day and just went, you know, I wonder if we should diversify. And I know real estate, so maybe we should diversify. As odd as that sounds, right? I started watching people make some money in real estate and helping investors. And so we just started small. We bought one property paid it off, bought another property, paid it off, bought another property, paid it off. And that's actually, um, if I had one regret, it's that I've been pretty dedicated to no debt, which sounds ironic, right? But I think it's held us back in terms of just having more because the market shifted like it did, right? But hindsight's always twenty twenty. But we have six uh, six properties now and, and we rent those. Um, and so that's, we built up a passive stream that way. And then at the same time, continue to invest in 401ks and, and, you know, IRAs and stuff, just so that we would have a secondary cushion. But we're young enough, me being my husband and I, young enough that we're not planning on, you know, even touching that source of retirement income for about 15 years. Sure. Now, this Please. is fantastic. So are you going to purchase more rental properties then? Well, we've been looking. Um, yeah, I mean, if something comes up, I, I will be honest with you. There are a lot of work. We manage them ourselves. <laughs> yeah, um, I always tell people, you know, being a landlord's not for wimps. So, <laughs> right. um, so we've, we've flipped a couple properties this year. Just, you know, found some small good opportunities that way. But um, haven't really pulled the trigger on a rental property for about a year and a half. Okay, but you've basically been buy and hold. You've been buying them, uh, paying, renting them out, paying them off, uh, using the cash flow. Are the six uh, free and clear now? Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Congratulations. And so that's pure cash flow coming out minus expenses uh, yeah. that you're going to have, uh, taxes and everything else, uh, management, uh, bad tenants, et cetera. Uh, but uh, you're probably, I don't know what you're netting, probably 50 to 60% off of the gross rent. So that's a nice ju juicy cash flow coming in. Um, that's fantastic. Hmm. Do you have any passion or desire to own a certain number of rentals? No, it's always been about income, right? So not a certain number, but just a certain. Have you thought about income. a different kind of property? Um, for instance, I, I mentioned to you before, I, I have an aunt who lives in your area. At one point, she decided she wanted to buy a 300-unit apartment building, and she just did it, right? Wow. Just swung, yeah. just swung it. And uh, 
So, I need to meet your aunt, Mike. <laughs> yeah, she's an <laughs> incredible person. Uh, and so, but you have desires to do something like that, something a bigger step in the uh, the real estate field in far as investment. You know, that's a great suggestion. I haven't really thought about that, but you know, something where you just have an on-site manager or something like that. Um, yeah, you bit would not want to manage the 300 units by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you would definitely hire it out at that point. And that would yeah. be a whole nother level of uh, challenge for you because you're running a very small group where you're, you're self-managing the whole time, right? You're self-managing your properties, you're self-managing your business, you're self-managing your practice. So it would definitely uh, require some different skills in that management side and that oversight side uh, of your abilities. That might be a challenge that you might be interested in. Uh, the downside there is you're probably going to be a little more risky. You're going to have to take on more leverage, and you sound very risk averse uh, to debt. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to explore that, right? Maybe I don't start with the 300 units. Maybe 250. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. <laughs> but not a bad suggestion, right? Like that. That's interesting to me. It's interesting that it sparked you, right? So there are challenges out there that can spark you and get you interested and curious uh, and start looking down that path. And I think that's something you want to do. In the meantime, I think from what I've heard is that you could, should continue to do what you're doing. You're doing it at a high level. You're, you're really generating a lot of great cash flow. You would not want to end that and then a year from now go, man, I should have kept that going. So well, you just like totally hit the nail right on the head with my probably my biggest concern would just being like, what if I what if I'd say, oh, I want to quit. And then in a year, I'm like, that was a mistake. Right. You could rebuild it, but it would be harder. There's there's yeah. there's you don't want to rush into that kind of a decision. You are correct. In my opinion, you've got a great machine running right now. It's centered on you, which is a downside because if you got hit by a bus or got sick or something, then the business is gone. Um, however, it's generating so much great cash. You've done the right thing where you've taken that cash and you've redirected that into other things that will generate passive income in the long term. That's the same concept as building up a brokerage and selling it. You're just doing it an alternative way to build up uh, income stream and assets. Um, are there any other... And I think we already hit this, but are there any other kind of businesses that you would like to be in other than real estate? Nothing that really like, no. I mean, <laughs> nothing that just says, oh my goodness, if I could do anything, I would do this. Does that make sense? Like, it does. I, I do for the most part, love what I do. I, I, love helping I enjoy and... helping people. I like helping people build wealth. That's such a such a passion of mine. I think the foundation of Americans' whole wealth system is built on private ownership of property and companies, which I absolutely love. And I love being a part of that, right? I'm a big believer in that. So um, absolutely have looked at, oh, would I want to do this? Would I want to do this? And no, I don't really have a desire to own a cookie store or um, run a restaurant or, you know, something that a lot of people like really speaks to their heart to me, not so much. You're in the right place. Uh, you are yeah. very fortunate. You're in the right place. You're doing the right thing. You love doing what you're doing. You're questioning it because you've been doing it for so long, but you really are rocking it. Uh, I don't hear other passions. You may just try to decide to do this, either continue to do what you're doing and ramp up the GCI 
you know, maybe a goal would be to hit a million, maybe it's to hit 2 million or to net a million or something interesting, some kind of challenge. With that, maybe driving that, maybe to purchase more rental properties, maybe instead of six, you want 12, an even dozen or something, right? Uh, We didn't talk about whatever your net is coming out of there, but the net cash flow that's coming out of there to double it or triple it or some kind of number, some kind of achievement goal like that. Um, the other thing that you mentioned that was interesting to me, you said, is help people build wealth. Um, again, that might be another really cool project that you might want to add to your plate, kind of as a side dish to what you're doing today. How many children do you have? Three. Well, right. four now, because my son married my a new daughter for me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you got three plus, three plus yeah. one, yeah. And so uh, you got three families, right? Three new arriving, almost to be arriving soon, right? A junior, sophomore or junior in high school and coming out. And the others, are they in college? Are they on their own? Yeah, my um, son is married and on his own. He's in college still. And then my daughter is in college and on her own. Awesome. So they're in college. They'll be popping out soon. Uh, I've got kids in the same spot, right? And they're popping out soon and they'll be on their own. And they'll be uh, looking to stake their way into the world. And I bring that up because you want to talk with them, of course, but you may have the dream or ambition to help them establish these wealth patterns that you have. Uh, What a great mentor to have. Now, again, some kids want to list their parents, some don't, but you should certainly look into that because if you were going to help somebody become a millionaire, multimillionaire, whatever, wouldn't you want to do it with your kids first? Yeah. And what a fun project, right? And how grateful would they be and how amazing would it be for your legacy and theirs and your grandkids that will come and so forth that you're helping them get established on these paths. Uh, what I'm getting trying to dig into is these might be passions or something deeper than the money itself. It's, it's creating something bigger than that, something that will last longer than you. Uh, and that could drive you more than you know, as you said, starting a cookie store or something, that's not your passion. Your passion is making money, doing real estate. Maybe you teach your kids how to invest. Have you invested in any properties with them? Have you taken, you got two adults that are live legal age. Have you taken them and made them co-owner on a property? Yeah, so my son actually, right before he got married, we bought a property, helped him buy a property that we rehabbed together during COVID. And then he's moved into it and he, he definitely gets the vision of that. So he'll, he'll have his two year markup in, in March and he's already talking about selling it and buying something that he can rent out the basement on and he can live, you know what I mean? So, so that's fun that you, it's fun that you would bring that up. So I was <laughs> like, oh, I've done that, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you're smiling, right? Are you, is that something that is a passion for you? You, you want to dig into that. It's a commitment. And as you know, in business, things go right and wrong. So you got to figure that out as part of the equation. Um, but man, if, if, you, if somebody was out there listening to us, I'm imagining somebody listening to us and they're going, geez, if I had a parent that knew how to build real estate, build wealth, build, I would want them to tell me how to do that. I would want to learn from them because they care about me more than anybody else. They'll make sure that I do it right. Uh, there's no better mentor (laughs) other than being too close, I guess at one point, but, um, anyway, I think that might be something you should look at keep doing what you're doing. Maybe increase the goals as far as what you're doing in production wise. Maybe not. Maybe you've hit a plateau. You're very happy with, 
Uh, you've got a great machine going. Uh, uh, maybe invest uh, uh, in more rentals for yourself. Build that, maybe double it. Double is always fun to think of. Um, double the number of properties, double the number of net, et cetera. And as a third wing, maybe you're going to uh, bring your kids in and invest with them. And when I say invest with them, you certainly can help them buy their first property that they own. But you and I both know that's not an investment. The investment is the second property they own at the same time. So help them buy a duplex. In fact, here, here's a concept, you know, help them buy a duplex or a fourplex, right? They leave yeah. them one in, they rent out the others, they learn what the business is all about, and then they can do something with this rental property. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, cool. Yeah, Just an thinking. idea. <laughs> Cool. Well, awesome. I hope this, has this been helpful to you? It really, it's been great, Mike. I I appreciate all of that suggestion. Some of this is, it, we're rehashing some of what I've thought about, but hearing it in, you know, from somebody else and kind of thinking about that is just so powerful. It's, it's very, um, very, very helpful. So I appreciate your time. Oh, fantastic. Well, as you know, I like to give everyone an assignment. So I'm going to give you an assignment. Do you have something okay. to write with? Yep, I've been, I've been taking notes. I don't I know if you've noticed that. <laughs> and so here's the assignment. The assignment is, and, and it's one that you've already been working on, but I want you to write down uh, which of the ideas we talked about sparks you the most and the first three steps you would take if you went down that path. So of the three things that we talked about, um, i.e. Uh, build your current business bigger, build your rental portfolio bigger, or start to mentor your children in the investment arena. Uh, of those three options, pick one and then write the first three steps that you would take to make that happen or to go down that path. Uh, you don't have to commit to them at this point, but at least start down the path of creating a plan and see how it feels inside. What, what's your emotions feel and your, your logic and combined? And you know, does it sound like the right path to you? Uh, when do you think you could uh, get that assignment done? Um, why don't you give me a deadline? Oh, no, you get a pick. I cannot pick for you. You must tell me a day, date and a time, and then uh, you have to pick it. Um, let's do October 5th. Excellent. October 5th at what time? Um... It's, are we call, are we talking or are this we? This is just the deadline for you to get the, the assignment for through. me. So let's do um, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Excellent. So on October 5th at 10 a.m., you're going to send me an email and you're going to say, Mike, I decided on this one. And here are my first three steps. That's it. That's the Thanks. assignment. Okay. It is a, uh, it's the assignment. It's clear. You have a count. You have a due date. Uh, and then you have the accountability of sending me the email. And okay. boom, there you are. You're off to the races. Awesome. Thank you, Mike. You're welcome. Thank you for joining me. You bet. Talk to you later. Well, that's it for Agent Unstuck Calls. It was a lot of fun today. If you like what you heard, go ahead and click that like button. And if you want to hear more calls like this, go ahead and subscribe to the channel and hit that notification bell so you know exactly when the next episode is coming out. And if you have any thoughts about what you heard today and you'd like to relay that to everyone else, go ahead and put that down in the comments section so people can talk about it. 
And finally, if you're stuck in your real estate career, you're a veteran who's having some challenges and you can't figure out how to get to that next step, go ahead and schedule yourself an unstuck call. Just go to agentunstuckcall.com. That's agentunstuckcall.com. And let's get you scheduled in. You'll go in there, you'll fill out a quick survey, you'll find a time that works for you, and we'll get on a call just like this and see if we can't get you some answers. All right, this has been a lot of fun. I'm your host, Mike Cerrone with Mastermind Agent. And again, thank you for joining us on Agent Unstuck Calls. Take care.